I got a great question the other day from a designer who said they're very intrigued by my one to three day intensives model, but, and I quote, my problem is being a perfectionist. I don't know when to stop designing. How can I get more disciplined to get to a point where I can call it done and stop exploring ideas? This is such a great question. And I know a lot of creatives out there are wondering the same thing. When I tell people that we build entire brands in a one to three day intensive, they go, that's not possible because I have no idea how long it's going to take me to do the brilliant creative work that I do for my clients. Not to mention, it takes me a long time because I never want to finish because it could always be better. So how do you deliver high value for a client and maintain boundaries on your time so that it's actually a profitable business? You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. As the famous story goes, back when we were an unprofitable agency, Steve would spend a minimum of 60 hours working on a logo before he even felt like he was getting somewhere good. So believe me when I tell you that I know perfectionism in artists when I see it. Over the years, we've adjusted our process significantly. Um, We actually teach this entire process and show exactly how Steve designs brands in just a few days, but not just how he does it, how he does it. And they're actually so much more valuable and so much better than they used to be when he spent literally five times as long doing it. And one of the first things it comes down to is when creative people are doing projects for clients, they often have the wrong focus in mind. Yes, a client has come to you because of your talent and what you're able to do, but they don't want your art. They want an outcome for them and their business that's going to get them to their goals. And that difference is the difference between you going down a rabbit hole, exploring this creative project to no end until you feel like it's as good as it can be. That's the difference between doing that and actually creating something with the client's goals in mind, which doesn't take nearly as long. And the outcome will be better because it's more in line with what you're supposed to do and what you've been hired to do. So let me explain. A lot of times designers, creatives, feel like they're hired to create their best work. And you are, don't get me wrong, I want you to do incredible work. But if you go into a project through the lens of, I need to show my best work, You're going to approach it more like an artist. You're going to start playing with things and going off on tangents and trying to create something magical and amazing that you personally, as the artist, feel great about, like it really represents your best work. And do you see how even approaching it with that point of view puts you at the center of the work? I see this over and over again, and it's not bad intentioned. A designer will pour their heart and soul into a project because they feel like it reflects 
them. It reflects their identity and who they are and how good they are at their craft. And so they really focus on it being their best work. But what can happen when you do that and when that's your focus is you can lose sight of the fact that your job is actually to create something that's going to further the goals of your client. And that's a very different project. And it's actually a much easier project because your client's goals, if you've done your due diligence, right, which is why we do the brand shrink first, your client's goals are actually pretty clear. If you've done enough digging in the beginning, there are actually a lot of constraints in any project that you do. In fact, that's where the brand shrink, our lead product, our you know, in-depth paid discovery interview that we do before we will do any creative work, that's where that originated from very organically. We needed to understand everything about this project so that we could put those constraints in. And I found that the deeper you dig and the clearer you are, the easier and faster the project will be. Because if you really listen, a client will tell you all kinds of things that it can't be or that it shouldn't be, and then on the flip side, what it should be. And if you start through that lens and you stay really focused on it in the No BS Agency Mastery Program, we call it that North Star Brief, something that's really concise and clear. If you start there and not from a place of, you know, what magical artistic thing am I going to create? But what does this client need? And how can I bring my tools as a magical creative? How can I bring those tools to the table to create that thing? And let me be very clear about all the things that it can and can't be. And let me start within those constraints. You'll find that you're already starting off light years down the road from where you used to. Because you're not starting with a, with a blank slate. You're not starting with a white piece of paper. This brand or this creative project already has a shape before you've even started designing. So that's number one, how to shorten your timeline is to figure out what that shape is before your pen or mouse hits the screen. The second thing is if you stay on brief and you stay really clear in your mind about what this project outcome needs to be, you can make a lot more decisions a lot more quickly. So you can get rid of a lot of the exploring when you keep coming back to the brief and making sure, is this fulfilling on that goal? Is this in line with what we said this needed to be? And you'll find that you won't go off on as many tangents if you're constantly checking in with what that goal actually is. So that'll cut down on a lot of it. And then the final thing is that perfectionism in creative work often comes down to your personal feelings and taste. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. When it comes to great design, especially if we're already talking about a certain level of quality, it's subjective. That extra many hours that you're spending to get it just right in your eyes is probably pretty irrelevant to everybody else. There is no objective way to say that where it was at 4 p.m. is not as good as what you belabored over for another 24 hours and where it is at 8 p.m. the next day. Again, assuming a certain level of quality. But there is absolutely such a thing as overworking creative work. And just because you work on something for more time doesn't mean it's getting better. In fact, a lot of times it actually gets worse. Now, this is really an interesting 
phenomenon that I have noticed and actually understood more as I watched Steve, you know, my partner, he's the creative director, he's the one doing the creative work in our brands, but he's also a painter and he's also an artist. He paints landscapes of the city. He paints Brooklyn. And he has ruined, I've watched him ruin a lot of paintings by not stopping, by going too far, by overworking the piece. I've seen paintings of his where, you know, I'll see it in all the stages and I'll see it at a certain point. I'm like, wow, I love that. That's beautiful. And then I'll come back the next day and he puts so much more stuff on it. And it's like, "Mm, it's kind of busy. It doesn't have that same organicness that it had yesterday. And he'll agree, right? Like we don't always agree, but he'll agree. And something that he has learned to do and he's gotten much better at in the last few years is knowing when to stop. And sometimes <laughs> I'll see paintings that I feel like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And I'm like, please don't work on that anymore. Like, don't work on that until you have taken a couple of days away, because that's really great. And it is it risks the overwork if you keep going at this. So actually, part of what has made him really evolve, I think, in his art is his ability to practice restraint and to stop and to give himself space and to come back to it a little bit later. Now, of course, this is a little bit different than graphic design, right? Like you are putting paint on a canvas. You can't undo it. There's no Apple Z. (laughs) There's no layers. You know, you can't go back in history. So it's a little different. But I really do believe because I've been watching him do that and I watch him develop the brands. I really do believe there is a strong parallel between the two because ultimately what he's been honing is not his technique with the brush, but it's his own confidence in his eye and to be able to see that's done, to be able to curate his own work. So just like a curator at a museum picks the pieces that they're going to put in the show, your job as the designer, as the creative is to curate this brand. Yes, you're creating the things as well, But as you're creating them, you're also curating it. You're picking when something is done and when it goes on the page. And that is a much higher level of strategic thinking and ability than the actual creation of the stuff. We all know there's like great design is everywhere, right? Designers lament on the fact that you can get things pre-designed on Canva or, you know, designers for cheap on Fiverr. Forget about them. You need to learn what the real value of you is. And it's not your ability to use Illustrator to make a graphic. Those graphics are free and you can buy them. It's your ability to know which graphic it is and to pick it and to say that's done. That's what this brand needs to be. So as much as you are actually making things, you're really making them and deciding this is right. And so when somebody tells me that perfectionism in the creative process and like always wanting to make it better is their problem. I tend to assume that part of that is being so focused on the craft part of it, the actual creation of it, which is fine. It's a piece of the puzzle, but the real value to the clients and what they pay the big bucks for, like you want to charge more and more? Listen to me right now. Clients pay the high dollar amounts, not because you can make that thing, but because you can tell them why that thing is the right thing for them. And that's something that takes many years and 
lots of experience to both hone your own curatorial abilities, but also your confidence to be able to say that. But the better and better you get at it, the less time you're actually going to spend doing it. So you want to know how Steve builds entire brands in a few days. And by the way, I've said it before, I'll say it again. One to three day intensives, we're talking about with the client. We do spend a few days before then actually building the brands. So Steve is actually creating the brands before that. But he still does it in a few days. How is he able to go from, you know, I haven't made anything I can look at for 60 hours for the logo itself (laughs) to spending less than that building an entire brand and website? How is he able to make that change? He's honed his curatorial eye and confidence and his ability to make something and go, that's it. That's what it should be. It doesn't take him as long because he knows how to follow the, the brief and use the goals of the client to color the work that he does. He is going, I don't know why I'm, I thought Mario Kart, <laughs> dating myself. You know, on Mario Kart, you're like trying to stay on the road and like, you know, it's like very easy to fall off. It's like he's honed his skill to like always stay on that middle road and not go veer off um, because that road is the brief. So, you know, the, the tighter you can stay on this one lane road and not go off the side, the, the less time you're going to waste. And then the more you're able to make those decisions because you have confidence, your own knowledge of here's what the goal is. And when I see this, this is what it should look like. And I'm going to keep moving forward in that direction instead of when you lack confidence, you lack experience. It's like, okay, well, maybe it's that. Let me play with 10 more things. And like, let me see what happens. And let me wait until, you know, lightning strikes me or the, the inspirational bug strikes me. And I go, yes, that's it. And maybe you never even get there. A lot of creatives kind of never feel like it's good enough. That's what perfectionism is. It's never good enough. But I would argue that never good enough is just a different way of saying I don't have confidence in my own eye and ability to say this is what it should be for that person with that goal. And if you can hone that skill, you're going to make a lot of money in this industry and you're going to make a lot of clients really happy because that's what they are looking for. They're looking for you to show them the way. Confidently tell them this is what it needs to be. Not falsely. I don't need you to fake this. Don't fake it, please. (laughs) But do show up and learn how to approach creative projects differently so that you are honing this skill. Making that mindset shift for yourself is a big thing that we do in the intensives portion of the No BS Agency Mastery Program. It will change the way that you show up for projects. It'll change the value that you're able to deliver for clients. And it will make your business way more fun and profitable. This is also something I talk about a lot in the free Facebook group, No BS Agency Owners. Come join us there. Got lots of great videos in there. And if you are interested in honing this skill, email me at pia at nobsagencies.com. Email me nobs and let's talk. Maybe I can help you make this mindset shift, which will totally transform the way that you deliver projects and value for your clients. That's all I've got for you today. Talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. 
If you are loving this episode, please just take 30 seconds and leave it a review right now. Reviews help other people find us so that we can help more people know BS their agencies. I thank you in advance for your help. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs.